Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me, it's Jarrett. So, odds are there won't be news today uh, because we're recording this today after our last video. This will be up Wednesday or Thursday, so you might be hearing this. But anyway, um, Jarrett, how you doing, man? Doing pretty good. You know, short layoff, but I like the back-to-back episodes. You know, we get stuff done. We get stuff done here. And uh, the start off the show, I think that it's important to uh, – uh, Note this real quick. He's back. He's on top. Pound for pound, number one king. John Jones is back, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, feels right. He should have never left. <laughs> when you beat the number one contender in heavyweight after three years off and do that, you get your spot back, people. So there we go. All right. Oh. No, no other movement in the pound for pound outside of that. Who got? No one got booted, so sweet. All right, um, some fights to look out for. We're going over the main card, but some fights to look out for. I think um, so. Carlson Harrison, Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov uh, got uh, booted off the card, unfortunately. Tyson Am versus Bruno Silva. That's a fight you're gonna want to watch. Victor Henry, Tony Gravely, great fight there. Ariane Lipsky versus JJ Aldrich. That's a good fight. Lipsky. She's got to string some wins together. Um, Josh Fremd throwing hands alum right here. Going off against uh, Cedric. Uh, Cedric. That has to be Cedric. Uh, yeah. Dumas. Correct me if I'm wrong. Rafael Sunsal, Davy Grant. And you got Carl Willen versus Luke, Lukash Bresky, uh to round up. Those are great prelims. Um, tune in, guys. But... This is an ESPN Plus card, and, and open up the card. You got Vitor Petrino versus Anton uh, Turkal. Um, I'm not going to try that. Correct me in the comments if you know me. We're going to go with Turkal just to stay consistent. Um, but Petrino uh, coming off a contender series win, um, I'm pretty sure, or ultimate fighter, but he's making his debut. He's a solid. He's a very solid fighter. Um, but Turkal, uh, his only loss is to Hilton Almeida. And personally, I don't think that loss could have aged any better than it has. Uh, yeah. Almeida is now a ranked heavyweight. Just mowing through people with the grappling. Jarrett, the heavyweight division has a problem with grappling. So yeah. it's made the smart move moving up. But yeah, I'm going to take Petrino in this one, man. I, I think he's a really solid fighter. Yeah, I agree. I think he definitely controls the stand-up. Um, his one win on Dana White Contender Series was by uh, TKO. Definitely showed a little bit more hands. Like you said, though, Anton's only loss really in the UFC is damn good opponent for your first one. Um, he's also one and zero in the contender series, but um, I agree with you. I'm gonna have Petrino. I'm gonna go for it on a knockout. Ooh, there we go. I'm gonna go Petrino by decision. Should be a good fight. Um, this is a fun fight. This is really fun. I love Saeed Nurmagomedov. No relation to Habib versus Jonathan Martinez. Martinez finally getting some ranked guys. I think. I think this is it. 
these are two very solid fighters who could be part of the future of this bandweight division in the next three, four years, I think. Saeed has very underrated grappling, uh, defensive grappling especially, but he really does his stuff on the feet with the boxing. Martinez, he's great all around. Um, he, he unfortunately pieced up my guy, uh, Vince Morales, um, a couple of fights ago, but he beat Cub Swanson. That was a great, great performance by him in that. So, you know, both these guys got something to prove, Jarrett. Um, I think I think Saeed comes out on top. It'll be a close decision. Yeah, that's. I was just going to say the same thing. I think definitely with uh, Saeed being a little bit more on the feet, stand-up focused rather than his grappling, he can use the grappling if he's um, needed to if it comes to that. So um, just given that, I think he's better in those two areas than what Martinez is. I do think this is a this is a good test for him. You know, Martinez, you know, is going to stand and bang with him. Saeed likes to do that a little bit, and I think that can make things interesting. But I think Saeed gets it done by a decision. Yeah. Yeah, um, for some reason I could not go to uh Saeed's uh page. Who was his last win again? Do you know? Uh, do not know. I can check quick. I yeah, know. check that quickly. Um, because he was he faced a really solid grappler and he submitted him. I think it was a Dars, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could be quite wrong, but um, last win was oh my god. Kakramanov. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. a solid grappler. So, you know, that was good stuff from him. But Ricardo Hamos versus Austin Lingo. Good fight here. I like Austin Lingo a lot, actually. Um, although I am a Hamos fan. Um, and he's he's won two of his last three. Not against the best of opponents. However, um, I think Austin Lingo is almost there um, in terms of uh, when it comes to the skill to do it, he has won two of his last uh three, but he hasn't fought in nearly two years. So against Luis Saldana was his last one. So Hamos is a pretty tough opponent, I think, to get the ring rust off with. Um, especially since Hamos fought about eight months ago. But this should be a good fight. Um, I'm gonna go Hamos by decision. Uh, I agree with you on that one too. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. What's that? Uh, pa- Paul Rudd meme. Look at us. Yeah, look at us. Look, look at us. us. <laughs> um, let's see who else we got here. Um, Nick, oh, here we go. Good. Uh, Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Span. Uh, we previewed this already, but we can go over it again. Yeah. Um, this is gonna be a banger of a fight. I think if Krylov wants to win this fight, he should take it down to the ground. Absolutely. Um, R- Ryan Span will crack you. Um, and Ryan Span, you know, he seems to be taking it seriously now, and he's alluded to the fact that he really hasn't taken it too seriously. Um, and Ryan Spann's a huge, huge light heavyweight. Um, so I think that uh, – I think Span gets it done by knockout, but don't put it past Krylov to submit him. Yeah, I was I was going to say put it to Krylov on the ground. I think he ends up controlling this match a little bit. I, I do not uh, – would not be surprised, rather, if Span gets it done by knockout, but I'm going to take the safer bet and I'm going to say Krylov by decision. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. That's not a, that's not a, not a bad bet anyway. Uh, just to note on this fight, this fight was scheduled for the main event two weeks ago. However, Krylov got uh food poisoning or something, if I'm not mistaken, check me up on that. But um, I think, so this fight will be contested at a catch weight of 215. So they don't have to cut the weight again, just so you guys know. So they will be more active, which is, which is fun. Um, 
this is a fight I'm very intrigued for. Um, Alexander Volkov, former Bellator heavyweight champion. He's he, Volkov's that guy who is always so close to the top. Yeah, he can't get over the hump. He if he beat if he lasted ten more seconds against Derek Lewis, he would have had a title shot more than likely. If he if he didn't have an off night against Surreal Gon, I think he can beat Gon personally. But mm-hmm. um, if he didn't have an off night against Surreal Gon, he'd probably be in title contention. Yeah. Uh, but Romanov, so especially in the grappling, huge advantage. But if Volkov can keep this on the feet, he does have a five-inch reach advantage. If he sticks out that jab, I think this could be a decent night for Volkov. However, Romanov is that good. He is inc- he's incredibly good. And when it give it a few years, he could probably contest with John Jones. I do think so. I'm not afraid to admit that, even though I'm a big John supporter of John Jones, the fighter. Um, uh, do you think the Moldova can get it done? Uh, uh... I'm kind of I'm kind of torn, you know. I know me and you were talking about MMA math yesterday. It's not really good to go against, um, but both of them have a common opponent in uh, Tybura, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Volkov got it done. Romanov lost to him. That was Romanov's last fight. Volkov's last fight was um, uh, the TKO over uh, Rosenstrike. And uh, that one was the one with Herb Dean kind of jumping in a little bit iffy, but um, I, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Volkov on this one. I think he gets it done on the feet by KO. Yeah, uh, I'm. I think Volkov ekes out a decision. I think he just keeps him at bay with the jab. I don't think he really wants to go in for too many shots and overthrow and risk Romanov clinching and just throwing hip tossing him to the ground. But honestly, we could very well get a little Romanov coach hip toss at the end of this fight. So don't. Don't put a pass. I think Romanov's part of the future of this division, along with Aspinall, along with Gone, all those guys. I think they'll get a few years. They'll all be in the top five. But Volkov needs to win this fight. There's, yeah. there's, there's no doubt in my mind. If we, he hasn't fought since he lost to Tom Aspinall. No, he. Oh, right, he fought Rosenstrike. I completely forgot about that. Um, but like this Aspinall, this guy I'm waving around on the screen, guys. He's the future. Um. That's all right. I gotta talk about that for a second. That straight arm lock, thing of beauty, jujitsu one oh one right there. Straight arm lock. You never see that. That was awesome to watch. But this I am very excited for. Piotr Jan versus Marab Dwalashwili. Russia versus Georgia matchup. Um it's this is extremely interesting in my opinion. Yeah. You got you got Piotr Jan, whose boxing is probably the best in the, all of the UFC. If you really if you really look at it, detail extremely uh, Russian style. Um, but you got Marab Dwalashvili on the other hand, who uh, who's a great wrestler, uh, unlimited cardio. I've never seen anybody like this when it comes to cardio, except for Colby Covington, John Jones. He has that level of cardio, guys. If Piotr Jan keep the standing, he's going to piece him up. And Piotr Jan's takedown defense is top notch. So. It, Marab has to get this to the ground as soon as he can. Get him down when he's dry. Because if he's slippery, he's going to be tough. And Piotr Jan's just going to throw shots over. And I think you know, that's how he'll win the fight. But, Jared, what, what are your thoughts on this one? This is fun. I mean, I completely agree with you on that reasoning. Um, for that, I'm going to have to say my gut's telling me yawn by UD. I, I think it's going to be an absolute banger, though. 
I'm really looking forward to this one, man. Like, I, no. I, I think I want to look at like cool is um what's cool about it is like t- where we see where we go from here in Bantam. In what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah. Like Bantam's a little bit up in the air right now, and they're throwing a two v three on a fight night. Like this is this is awesome. You know? Yeah, you don't see this on a fight night usually. The last time we saw something like this was um something similar was when Poire was ranked three and uh Hooker was ranked four or five and they fought on a fight night. That's the best fight I've ever one of the best fights I've ever seen. Changed in Hooker's career, however. But here the X factor is can Piotr Young keep the standing or off the fence? If Piotr Young can do that, he wins this handily. Like yeah, I don't think it'll even be a competition. And Piotr Young could probably contest with him on the ground. He's that good, guys. Um, yeah. And you look at, at you look at Marab. The sh- he he has that dog in him. He if you watch that Marlon Marais fight, that dude was out on his feet. I don't know how many times. Marais almost got him out of there, and then Marab got him out of there in the second round. Um, yeah. It's it's uh, that stinks to watch. I love Marlon Marais, but I do think Piotr Young possesses the skill in the takedown defense to keep Mirab on the feet and uh, beat him up. So I'm going to go Piotr Jan, fourth round TKO. Yeah, I, you know, I could definitely see that. Jan, I think, is going to come out very, very motivated. He's been getting the short end of the stick now for the last couple fights. And I I could definitely see a finish in this. Yeah, he's he's great. He's really good. Um, both these guys are fantastic. Yeah. Mirab said he could move down to 125, and I know he doesn't want to fight Aljamain. Um because they're teammates over on at Sarah Longo. Uh, dude, Rob would wreck at flyweight. Yeah. Like there, there's no amazing Roy Val can grapple. Um, Pantoja can grapple, but outside Abazi can grapple too. But outside of that, man, of course you got Mikhaev, but Tim Elliott can, but like he'd be the best grappler in that division, I think. So I think he should move down. And then when Al Jermaine moves up, he goes back and contests for the 135 title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a great fight. What'd you say? You said this was going to be a UD for Piotr Jan. I, I have a UD for Jan. Yeah, that's, I can't say you're wrong there, but talk about this real quick. Johnny Bones back. We, we'll talk about this a little more now. Johnny Bones is back up top, baby. Right Where's in his position. It's like things never changed. Yeah. Just back in the office, taking his desk back, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Big metaphor guy. Big, big guy. metaphor guy. Um, ooh, I didn't hear about this. Uh, Misha Tate versus Myra Bueno Silva set for June 3rd. Hmm. Ooh. That's a fun fight. Yeah. Myra Bueno Silva. Um, yeah, Misha Tate taking on the number 10 contender. Okay, I'm I'm all for that. Um, oh, well, they, yes. Uh, announced. The place uh, venue for uh, Oliveira versus um, Darius. Yes. UFC yeah. 288 taking place in Newark, New Jersey um, at the Prudential Center. Um, if you're a New Jersey Devils fan, that's where, that's where it's coming. Um, but Crone Gracie's coming back. Crone Gracie hasn't fought in three and a half years. So. It would have been it will have been three years, seven months since his last fight when this event takes place. Uh if you don't know who Crone Gracie is, let me just cue you in real quick. Um 
he is a Gracie. If you don't know who the Gracies are, you're probably not an MMA fan. Uh, legend. Uh, they basically are the 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 conjurers of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Grandson of Helio Gracie, um, who helped develop BJJ. Uh, world champion in Brazilian, uh, European champion in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, ADCC world champion. Um, he's that guy on the ground, guys. Um, he went back to, he he wasn't he didn't go back to submission fighting, but his last fight was a loss against Cub Swanson. He beat Alex Caceres uh, in his only other UFC fight. So, this is exciting. I'm I'm, and and uh, Charles Jordan is not. A walk in the park. He is very good. I believe what's his face? Um uh I think he barely lost to Shane Burgos um in um their last fight when they fought in uh oh yeah when they fought in El in Elmont, New York. So this is Jordan's legit and I'm interested to see how Cone Gracie takes this. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, we're recording this the next day, so there's not much. Uh, I was I heard any. Yeah, nothing much. Um, people are criticizing Cormier for his reaction against John Jones. He couldn't figure out what was going on, guys, and he was trying to analyze it. Stop it. Um, I don't David get it. Goggins David Goggins in the background. <laughs> that was so funny. And you can hear him smack his bald head in the microphone of, of Joe Rogan's microphone. Jerry, you ever gone bald? No. No, I've never I gone have. bald. You've gone bald? I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking if I show a little bit of signs of losing this, I'm I'm going bald. I'm yeah. Going bald. Well, I don't think I've told this story on Throne Hands. I guess it's story time. So the here's the reason I went bald. So my teacher, uh well, I said, oh, he loves the story. Coach Daniel, right? I love the guy. But he and I had a little bit of a heated rivalry going into sophomore year of high school. And so um, he never let us use calculators on our geometry tests because he was under the impression that if you use them, you don't really know how to do the math, which I completely disagree with because yeah. you're just getting a more correct answer. You're getting a correct answer quicker. Yeah. If you know how to add the stuff together, it doesn't matter. So I, you know, I raise my hand. I say that argument, like, why don't, why can't we get calculators? It helps us check our mistakes, stuff like that. And basically every week, if not every day in class, not every day, it was, it was a couple times a week. He'd be like, Jake wants his calculators. He wants his calculators like consistently, Jared. It was awful. And he knew he was getting under my skin. So I was complaining to a classmate one morning and um, he's like, why don't you just challenge him like a three-point contest for the calculators? I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. So, you know, next day I said, hey, coach, how about a wager? And he's like, all right, Jake, what's the wager? I said, three-point contest. I win. We get calculators. If you win, I, I don't know. He's like, what, what should it be, Jake? I said, well, you, Mr. Aarons, get a pizza. He, Mr. Aarons is a teacher across the hall. Get a pizza. Um every Friday. Um, and he's like, and I'll, I'll buy your pizza. I think that's a pretty fair deal. Like I, I, he's like, no, 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 no. I want something more. And I'm like, what more could you want? I'm buying your pizza. And this kid 
Sean Ritchie in the back of the class. God bless him. Great dude. He goes, make him go bald like the freshman on the swim team. So I thought about it. And I'm like, so I really have nothing to lose because I'm just shaving my head. It's going to come back. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll get up. And I I got up and I stuck my hand out like this. And Coach Shannon goes, Jake, are you sure you want to do this? I said, yes. I looked him down the eye. I said, yes. And we shook that Thursday. I'll never forget that. Um, (laughs) And he's like, um, so we set the three-point contest for that Monday. I got the student section to tweet out, um, like, hey, come to the student um, come, come, come to the gym after school. We got I reckon there are 100, 150 people there to watch this three-point contest. So, you know, we flip the coin, I go first. I nail the first three threes in a row, three on the second rack, two on the third rack. So I got eight within the first 15. I, I'm I'm feeling it. I only made two on the last two racks, two out of 10. So I ended up 10 out of 25, 40%. Not bad. I'm feeling like, okay, that's 40%. That's a tough clip, bro. So this dude, he starts, he misses, I'd bet 10 or 12 of the first 15. No, that's actually not possible. He made it. He made a little, he made less than half. He made less than I did on the first few racks. So going into, so he finished the fourth rack. He made his 10th, right? He's already at my mark. So he makes it. He starts walking. He backs, he walks backwards to the, to the fifth rack, his last rack. He needs one more to win. He points at me and he does this. Like he was, he had clippers and he nails it. And I just went, oh, man, I'm never going to hear that. I just remember being like, oh, no. And I remember I fall on my back just like this. And Andrew Donnelly, loved the guy, he comes over with his camera. He's like, oh, my gosh, he's going bald. And he, like, ruffles my hair. And I said, Mom, I got to go bald. Oh, they were they, they knew. Before, my parents knew it beforehand. Yeah. But I said, I, I got to go bald. I lost. Next day, I show up to school. I, I take maybe four steps in the door and whack on the side of my head because it sounds like skin. So I just pop and it sounds like a smack. I go up to my locker. I'm crouching, getting my books out. And someone does like a, like a, like a <laughs> on my head. <laughs> and then I went into coach Daniel's class. He didn't, he didn't think I was going to pull through with it. Like I said, I got nothing to lose. And he gave us calculators anyway. Really? Yes. That's some, that's some good stuff. That's a wholesome story. And yeah. I think that's a great way to end the episode. Just a good story for you guys. But Jared, do you have anything else? No, sir. I'm good. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of Throwing Hands. We'll be back uh, to review this card. It's going to be a banger of a card, guys. Tune into this one. And we'll see you guys next time.